Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Want to learn how to be an entrepreneur? You are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations. Willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the entrepreneur effect. We'll highlight opportunities for entrepreneurs in digital marketing through interesting, practical, and thought-provoking interviews and monologues. Increase your income and be your own boss by listening to The Entrepreneur Effect. Please welcome your host, a 25-year veteran in sales, management, and business development, Dush Ramachandran. Hi, and welcome to Entrepreneur Effect. This is Dush Ramachandran, and my guest today is Sami Sagery who is the uh, author of the new book, Engineering Trustworthy Systems, Get Cybersecurity Design Right the First Time. And he also is the CEO of Cyber Defense Agency Incorporated. Welcome, Sammy. Thank you. So, um, you know, th- I've had the opportunity to review your book, and it's it's really very interesting. It's a very um, topical uh, idea and a, and a very interesting topic that uh, has been in the news recently in multiple different ways. Uh, but first, if you could, just describe the problem. Are you uh, specifically addressing uh, cybersecurity as it relates to um, national security, or are you addressing everything from national security all the way down to 
um, you know, identity theft, credit card theft, and all those kinds of things, consumer level cybersecurity issues. It's the entire gamut, uh, you know, from mom and pop shop all the way up to national security and even international security. So all of those issues are addressed from a design perspective and from a operation perspective. Okay. So give us a sense for the size of the problem. How big of a problem is this really? Well, the, the threat from cybersecurity attack is, is substantial. So it can be, the question is how bad can bad get? And the, the answer to that is, is pretty darn bad. So the, the cost of a cyber attack for a company could be so large as to pose an existential threat, meaning the company could end up um, dying as a result of a, of a major attack. And a country could end up losing on the order of hundreds of billions of dollars. And so it's a significant, it's a significant threat. Okay. And so what you talk about in the in your book is how you get the design right the first time so and it's we'll we'll dive into that in a little bit um but given the gravity of the situation given how serious of a problem this is um and given the news reports that we we read about where every day uh some major retail organization uh, confesses to having been hacked and, you know, millions of credit cards and uh, other financial details having been compromised. Um, so the, the question that comes to everybody's mind at this point when you talk about cybersecurity is, is this a problem that can be solved? Absolutely. So it's not a problem where you can drive the the solution drive the probability to zero right so you can ask you know can can uh fire hazards uh be solved so that it's impossible to have a fire the answer is no right so cybersecurity is a lot like that it's there's a certain level of risk right you can do fire prevention you can do cybersecurity prevention you can detect and suppress right just like you can in fires right so so the, the question is really how to engineer cybersecurity to reduce the damages and make cyberspace safer, not completely safe from zero damages, but make the damages tolerable. And, and that is definitely doable. Okay. And so if we're talking about the, um, the threats, the cybersecurity threats coming from different sources. They may be uh, individuals, they may be government actors, they may be um, all kinds, everything in between. Um, what's a good, what's a good way to um, sort of determine where an attack might be coming from? Um, in at the very top, and we'll we'll dive deeper into uh, actually engineering systems that are resistant to uh, these types of threats. But broadly, how do you how do you determine uh, upfront whether you know where you're most at risk? Yeah, that's an excellent question. It, it depends on the system that you're defending. So if you're a mom and pop shop that's defending a system that's generating you know, uh, $50,000, $100,000 worth of, of revenue per year, um, you know, your, your adversary is going to be more like a, a hacker or somebody who gets into your system um, as a, 
a side effect of a larger scale attack. Uh, whereas if, if you're a larger institution or a government, then you have to start worrying about organized crime and, and even more importantly, nation state or transnational uh, terrorist group attackers who are much better resourced and much more patient and could put more, um, more effort and have more capability to do more sophisticated attacks. Okay. And so um, in the sort of uh, subtitle of your book, you say, get cybersecurity designed right the first time, which I think is excellent. It's a great, great concept. And I completely agree with that. Um, but is it, is it too late for uh, organizations that already have uh, a system that they've built, good, bad, or indifferent, it's there. Um, they didn't have the benefit of uh, your book uh, to go upon, so they did the best they could. How do they, do they now have to dismantle the whole thing and start again? Or uh, is there a way by which they can sort of figure things out and uh, take advantage of your book to patch up things where they might not be ideal? It's never too late, and they don't have to dismantle. The, the approach, for example, that I would suggest is to first analyze how good their current system is. And a, a great way to do that, for example, is a red team, which are people who are paid to act like attackers and see how far they can get to evaluate how effective the defenses are. One of the things that I find is that many people poorly configure the existing security technology they have, and by simply properly configure it, they can cut their risk in half with a very small investment. So they can get a significant improvement in their risk profile just from using what they have correctly. And then the second thing that they can do is figure out what additional investments they need to make to improve what they already have by buying additional technology or changing their policies and procedures and changing how well they train their people. All of those work together to make the system secure. Okay. And um, much of what we've talked about so far relates to uh, sort of technological steps that you could take by you know, creating, um, you know, cryptographic defenses by creating firewalls, by creating all of these different technology defenses to cybersecurity. What about the threat um, of social engineering, for example? There's, there's, as I understand it, and I'm sure you'll correct me if I'm wrong, uh, as I understand it, there's not as good a defense against social engineering as there is against technological um, cybersecurity threats. Uh, is that is that correct or am I completely wrong? It, it, it is correct it, it, in the essence of it. So one of the reasons why I mentioned that the spectrum of security solution goes beyond technology is that training in, in human beings and policies regarding human behavior is critical. So, for example, uh, a most familiar technique might be phishing attacks, right? And you just have to train your people not to click, right, on the on the phishing attacks, the, the email links that are malicious by explaining to them uh, the nature of phishing attacks and how to avoid them. And you can get the phishing attack response to nearly zero if you do good training. Okay. And for the benefit of our listeners um, who might not be up on the latest um, uh, cybersecurity terminology uh, help us understand 
social engineering as a concept. What, what does that actually mean in layman's language? So social engineering is, is taking advantage of the psychology of people to get them to do things that might compromise their systems that they might not ordinarily do. So a phishing attack, for example, is you send an email to somebody and you say, hey, this is a really important, uh, let's say, email from HR, Human Resources Department, and we need you to update your information. Please click here. Right? But in fact, it's not from HR. It, it's, a, it's a fake email, but it looks really real. Right? And, but there are sometimes, if you look a little bit more closely, there are ways to tell that it's not real. And so it's a matter of, of training people to look for what the signs of, of a social engineering attack like phishing or a phone call where somebody says, wow, I urgently need your password right now to fix the system or bad things are going to happen. And you need to train your users to understand that nobody's going to ask for your password over the phone from the IT department. It's against policy and they're not going to do it. So these are the kinds of things, combination of policy and training will help people overcome social engineering attacks. Great. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Sammy Sagery. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for more of the Entrepreneur Effect when we return. Content Marketing World 2018 comes to Cleveland, Ohio, September 4th through the 7th. Learn more at contentmarketingworld.com. Content Marketing World 2018 is the one event where you will learn and network with the best and brightest in the content marketing industry. Content Marketing World will have over 120 sessions and workshops presented by the leading brand marketers and experts from around the world covering strategy, storytelling, ROI, demand generation, AI, and more. Leave Cleveland with all the materials you need to build a content marketing plan that will grow your business and inspire your audience. Save $100 off of registration using promo code radio 100. That's radio and the number 100. Don't miss Content Marketing World 2018 in Cleveland, Ohio, September 4th through the 7th. Register now at contentmarketingworld.com. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for its 7th Annual International Mobile Web Award Competition. This award program is an opportunity for mobile developers to demonstrate their expertise in this growing medium. It recognizes the individual and team achievements of web professionals all over the world who create and maintain outstanding responsive and mobile websites and mobile applications. Deadline for entry is September 28, 2018. Submit your entry today at www.mobile-webaward.org. That's mobile-webaward.org. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. You are experiencing the entrepreneur effect. Here's Dush Ramachan. Welcome back. 
This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. My guest today is Sammy Sagery, who is the author of the new book, Engineering Trustworthy Symptoms. Uh, systems, excuse me, Engineering Trustworthy Systems, Get Cybersecurity Design Right the First Time. And he's also the CEO of Cyber Defense Agency Incorporated. Um, so, Sammy, before the break, we were talking about kind of defining the nature of the problem um, and identifying where the bad actors might be, who, what the threats might look like, and how you protect against or at least minimize um, the, the the threats. So let's let's go one level deeper. Um, how do you separate, um, you know, the relatively harmless? Well, I wouldn't call it harmless, but perhaps innocuous um, types of threats, which are phishing emails coming from, you know, Nigerians saying they've got. You know, a, a, you know, several million dollars in a bank account, and they need you to provide them your financial details so that they could transfer the money into your bank account. I mean, almost every one of us has received uh, one such email, and we've gotten wise to this. And very few of us, uh, in fact, I don't think any of us really respond to any of those emails. We just send it directly to trash. And then you have the progressively more um, sophisticated uh, phishing emails where they seem to be coming from your bank or they seem to be coming from, um, you know, an organization with whom you do business. It might be Amazon or Apple uh, saying you need to, um, you know, click here or download this file uh, or check this invoice or whatever. And it actually happens to be an executable file, which then goes and takes over your computer and does bad things. Um, so, you know, how, what is the, you know, if we jump at every shadow, if every email is considered to be malign, and if we start to look at it from that angle, we'll never get anything done. Um, but, and, you know, some we know to ignore, but others we don't. So for, you know, our listeners who are business owners and, you know, who, consider this a pretty serious threat that they need to be protecting against. What's what's some good practical advice that you can give uh, that would allow them to sort of know where to draw the line? What is non-material and what is material and significant and needs to be taken seriously? Where does that line lie and how do you find that line? Well, I think that um, the, the key is to understand what's at stake. Right, so if you get email that, that doesn't really have any links in it, right, but says, hey, call this telephone number to give somebody your, your banking information, these are kind of obvious, and it's not that dangerous. You just have to explain to people that these are, these are uh, tricks. But when, when, when you start to have emails that have links and executable attachments, this becomes dangerous. And so a, a good practice is the kind of practice you do with human-to-human with -human contact. If you know that John is going to send you an email today with an attachment to look at, uh, then it's very safe to open it, right? Because you just came back from a meeting with John and John or a telecon with John, and John has said, I'm going to send you an email. But if you get an email out of the blue from somebody who says you're a business associate or a, a former colleague, and you don't know to be expecting it, 
it's not that much trouble to pick up the phone and call them. And if you don't know their phone number, then they probably shouldn't be sending you email, right? So a little bit of caution just to do a bit of checking before you start opening up attachments and clicking on links is warranted and is not that, not that expensive to do. Right. So now let's dive into um, the actual act of engineering trustworthy systems. Now, a lot of people um, are under the belief, and I think you're probably going to disabuse them of that notion, um, that, you know, building secure systems, systems that are secure against cyber threats, is expensive and it's difficult and it's and even then you don't get 100% protection so why bother um, there is there's a reasonable uh, sort of body of thought that that goes along those lines um, again your book deals with in great detail with how you can implement you know, cybersecurity within your organization, you know, recognizing the different kinds of threats and how, what you can do about each of them and so on. But broadly, what's, um, I mean, what's your response to uh, this, the, 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 the broad statement that um, it's expensive, it's hard to do, and it's, it's not foolproof anyway. So mm, it probably is not worth it. Well, I think the best way to answer that is with an analogy. Right. And so when we build a house, right, we use architects and we have engineers who understand what loads are possible. And, you know, building a house that doesn't fall down is complicated and adds costs to the house. Right. But we don't want our house to fall down. But the reality is that, that if a tornado hits our house, the house is going to fall down. Right. So there's only a certain level of threat that you can build to and have the house be a reasonable cost. Cybersecurity is exactly the same way in IT, right? It doesn't cost, you know, 10 times what the system would have cost without cybersecurity. It costs some fraction, 10, 15% more. But so do things like reliability. So, you know, you buy extra disk capacity or you buy extra network capacity because maybe you, you sometimes need more. Or maybe you have extra servers hanging around in case a server goes, goes bad. It's the same sort of thing. Cybersecurity is an approach to engineering such that the system resists failure. Whether the failure, you know, in the case of, of a house is a structural failure because you didn't know how to engineer it, or a tornado right beyond the capacity of what you engineered it for. It's the same analogy in cybersecurity. It does cost money, it does take energy, and it does take some extra time to engineer cybersecurity into a system. But in the end, the, the people who do that end up saving a great deal of money and frustration. Okay, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, now, our um, listeners, as I mentioned, are business owners. Um, and so their thinking primarily is focused on, uh, as, as, as it should be, on, okay, what does this mean for me and my business? Um, so I've, I've got, you know, uh, an organization of some number of people. They're distributed across multiple locations. Um, we have, you know, several offices all over the place, and some people work from home, uh, and their home computers are on their home networks, and they're not secured by our firewalls and things of that nature. So for somebody that's 
that's responsible for that kind of a distributed um, environment, distributed computing environment, um, aren't the threats of cybersecurity even more difficult to guard against, or uh, is that is that is that possible? I mean, are there are there technologies available today that uh, a distributed business with a lot of telecommuters can actually implement um, technology that would that would keep them secure? Yeah, you know, absolutely. I mean, so there's there's what's called virtual private uh, network technology that allows secure linkages between people's home computers and the business. Now that doesn't mean that their their laptop or their home computer is impervious. Because, as you say, they're sitting on home networks, but, you know, they can put firewalls in place both in their home computer as well as firewalls in place on the device itself. And you can limit what they can do from a remote location so that they can't, you know, for example, update the core software inside the business. So by by limiting their access and and trying to create a secure uh, connection and then trying to create, you know, some policy about where they can put that computer. For example, maybe they cannot connect it to an internet cafe where you don't know what you're into. They can only do it at home and they're required to have a router. So there are many things that you can do to safely compute, even in a distributed and complex environment like the one you described. Okay, and uh, does that is that technology typically uh, expensive? Is it uh, is it? I mean, VPN, for example, as you talked about the virtual private network, um, you could have virtual private network software on your laptop. So even if you happen to be traveling, and if you're a uh, a business person that travels for work, and you're connecting back to your corporate systems uh, from your hotel room, um, and you're on the hotel Wi-Fi network where it's not it's not secure. Um, I mean, is is that type of connection, uh, and is the, v, the VPN software and the systems, is that relatively affordable? Absolutely. I mean, that, that VPN technology is built into some operating systems, and it's uh, fairly inexpensive to add it. <clears throat> the other thing is that you know, firewall technology is also built into the software of most modern operating systems. It, people don't know that; they just have to you know get it configured properly. And thirdly, malicious software scanning or virus scanning software, which should be run, you know, before you attach to a a network, is generally available to almost every computer that's out there. So between those three technologies, they're they're very inexpensive to to put out there. And there needs to be a little bit of instruction, maybe from IT, about how to properly configure them. But that's not a lot of work and definitely not a lot of expense. Great. Great. Well, let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Sammy Sagery. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for more of The Entrepreneur Effect when we return. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. 
are now tuned in to the world's largest online radio podcast network for internet marketers looking to dominate the B2B marketplace. WebmasterRadio.fm WebmasterRadio.fm is home to some of the most respected authorities in all aspects of internet marketing. Maria Retan, Larry Weber, Tim Ash, James and Arlene Martell, Ross Dunn, John Carcutt, Shahab Zaghari, Peggy Ann Salt, Bennett Kelly, Jillian Music, and Kennedy. From SEO to affiliate marketing to social media, e-commerce, mobile marketing, and so much more. Our hosts travel to all stretches of the world and speak to the impact players that are affecting our industry. Please join me in welcoming Andrew Hank. Pleased to have Jim Lanzone. Please welcome Ariana Huffington. Please welcome Jason Calcanis. On air, on demand, and available on every mobile device that you can imagine. This is WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. You are experiencing the entrepreneur effect. Here's Dush Ramachandran. Welcome back to Entrepreneur Effect. This is Dush Ramachandran. And my guest today is Sammy Sagery, who is the author of the new book, Engineering Trustworthy Systems, Get Cybersecurity Design Right the Very First Time. And uh, he's also the CEO of Cyber Defense Agency Incorporated. Um, so, Sammy, before the break, we were talking about uh, threats and how... Um, business people and entrepreneurs might be able to protect themselves and that you know your book is very very thorough and deals with all manner of different security systems and so on um, so yeah uh, this is really very thorough um, so for our listeners uh, who might be thinking you know yeah i could i could get the book that sounds great and i will i'll certainly do that and pass it on to my it guys um but as as the uh, head of a business or as a business person i'd like to have a top level understanding of the threats and what we can do to guard against them um and if they, if 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 somebody in that position would like to engage with you, uh, what's the best way they can do that? Well, I, I think um, the the thing that they should do is, uh, well, for example, come to a company like mine, the Cyber Defense Agency, and start developing strategies for cybersecurity. Assessing, for example, is the first step to decide what's at risk, uh, how much is possible to damage their company through an IT level attack, so they understand that, you know, let's say uh, $100 million is at risk, uh, then, then it becomes clear how much to invest in order to address that threat. And then, then the second order of business is, what are the effective strategies, we call security architectures, to address those? So assess, 
and design and companies like mine, a cyber defense agency are in the business of helping guide that so that they get effective solutions and don't get scared into solutions that end up really not really working. Great. So uh, specifically, uh, you work with um, businesses and, and corporations in this, in your, in your uh, company, correct? Yes. Okay. How, how might people engage with you specifically? Well, so I mean, what they would do is put an initial contract, for example, to do a assessment, step one, right? So we would come in and bring a, a red team, for example, to analyze their system and see how vulnerable it is. And then we would uh, sort of in this phase one, explain to them what's at risk. So these kind of cyber attacks might happen. And if they happen, this is the level of disruption your business may face, right? And they look at that and then they decide, you know, I definitely think this is significant and, it, and the, what we have is not enough. And they engage in like a phase two activity, which then becomes a design activity that says, well, how do, we, how do we get from where we are to where we need to be in order to face these risks that we discovered in phase one of the activity? Great. So uh, for, for our listeners who would like to connect with you in that way, what, what's, uh, uh, how, how do they get in touch with you? Um, email, phone? Well, yeah, uh, yes, I think the easiest way is www.cyberdefenseagency.com, right? And our contact information is on our website. Okay. And they can send you an email through, um, through the contact details that are available on the website? Absolutely. Okay, very good. And then the, uh, the book itself, Engineering Trustworthy Systems, this is available wherever books are sold? Yes, and uh, Amazon.com, uh, uh, where many people will go to get their books nowadays. Uh, Barnes & Noble is also available at Barnes & Noble, both electronically and their physical store, as well as from McGraw-HillProfessional.com, um, uh, and uh, as well as many, many bookstores that, that offer as uh, resellers. Excellent. Um, that's wonderful. And Sammy, this is a this is a truly uh, terrific book, and it's it's you've done some amazing research, and it's uh, you know five hundred odd pages packed with absolute wisdom, which I'm sure many of our listeners would love. Um, so I would I would encourage our listeners to check the book out and engage with uh, with you um, and to understand a little bit more about how uh, trustworthy systems would be able to uh, eliminate many of the problems they could potentially be facing. Uh, thank you for for your time, Sammy. Appreciate your taking the time to spend with us. You're welcome. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.